If you've been looking for a comprehensive Bible school curriculum that explores redemptive realities in Jesus Christ grounded in the Word of God, look no further. The goal of this podcast is to spread the life-transforming Word of God throughout the world for the equipping of the saints to do the work of the ministry and to build up the body of Christ in what Jesus has accomplished for us through His death, burial, resurrection, and seating at the right hand of God the Father. There's such an untapped potential for Christians to enter into their glorious inheritance in Jesus Christ. Together we will discover what Jesus has done for us by providing such a great salvation and how to appropriate the promises of God in our lives. Jesus said in John chapter 8 verse 31, If you hold to my teaching, you are really my disciples, and then you will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. Each podcast season will cover one of the books that I have compiled over the years. You can find a complete listing of my Christian education material on my website at www.wordinspire.com. You're welcome to download these ebooks for free in PDF format for your own personal or ministry use. So let's explore these biblical truths and principles together that will absolutely transform our lives. God bless. Welcome to the Gospel series, The Parables of Jesus, The Friend at Midnight, Luke chapter 10, verse 25 to 37. The theme is don't be shy or timid about seeking God in prayer. Faith is bold. The context is Jesus' teaching on the subject of prayer. Luke chapter 11, verse 5. Then he said to them, suppose one of you has a friend, and he goes to him at midnight and says, friend, lend me three loaves of bread because a friend of mine on a journey has come to me, and I have nothing to set before him. Then the one inside answers, Don't bother me. The door is already locked, and my children are with me in bed. I can't get up and give you anything. I tell you that though he will not get up and give him the bread because he is his friend, yet because of the man's boldness, he will get up and give him as much as he needs. It is important to make the connection between the Lord teaching the disciples how to pray in this parable about prayer and the supporting teaching that follows. Jesus clearly reveals the Father's heart and how he responds to our petitions in contrast to the unwillingness of people to help. Don't bother me. This parable captures the urgent needs of people at the most inconvenient times seeking help. Natural human love and friendship is really selfish at its core. Luke chapter 6 verse 34, chapter 14 verse 12 through 14. So Jesus is illustrating the limitations of mankind. They give when it's convenient to them. Oftentimes, however, our needs are pressing and urgent, so people will fail us, but God never will. However, this man in need will not take no for an answer. He keeps knocking on the door. So the secret to this man getting his request granted was boldness, importunity, persistence, and shamelessness. Nelson's Bible Dictionary of Importunity means persistence in making a request or demand. That's in the King James Version. 
Luke chapter 11, verse 8, in the Amplified, Yet because of his shameless persistence and insistence, he will get up and give him as much as he needs. So the central truth in this parable is the need for persistence in prayer, not giving up, not being dissuaded or deterred. Faith in prayer is not passive, dormant, or frail. It's a go-getting, failure-is-not-an-option type of attitude. Matthew 11 verse 12 in the Amplified And from the days of John the Baptist until the present time, the kingdom of heaven has endured violent assault, and violent men seize it by force as a precious prize. A share in the heavenly kingdom is sought with most ardent zeal and intense exertion. We can't be half-hearted and expect to receive much from the kingdom of God. As the old saying goes, we get out of it what we put into it. We reap a harvest in proportion to the effort we put in sowing. 2 Corinthians 9.6 Now Jesus goes on to say in Luke chapter 11 verse 9, So I say to you, ask and it will be given to you. Seek and you will find. Knock and the door will be opened to you. For everyone who asks receives, he who seeks finds, and to him who knocks the door will be opened. The word ask in the Greek is in the present active imperative, a command to keep asking, seeking, and knocking. This is how the Amplified Translation interprets it. Folks who try prayer as a last resort will generally be disappointed. As Matthew 5, 6 puts it, we must hunger and thirst for righteousness to receive from God. Realizing the promises of God in our lives requires faith and patience. Persevere and not give up. Hebrews 6 verse 11 We want each of you to show the same diligence to the very end, in order to make your hope sure. We do not want you to become lazy, but to imitate those who through faith and patience inherit what has been promised. The Father's Willingness Just reading this parable by itself could leave the impression that we have to likewise bang on heaven's doors to get our prayers answered from a busy, reluctant, or disengaged heavenly being. Nothing could be further from the truth. We must read on after this parable to see how Jesus further clarifies the dynamics of prayer and the Father's heart to meet every need without delay. 1 Timothy 5 verse 5 Luke 11 verse 11 Jesus said, Which of your fathers, if your son asks for a fish, will give him a snake instead? Or if he asks for an egg, will give him a scorpion? If you then, though you are evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your Father in heaven Give the Holy Spirit to those who ask Him. Jesus makes a comparison with a parent's love for their children with the Heavenly Father's love for His children to do immeasurably more than all we can ask or imagine, according to Ephesians 3.20. The Father's love for us is infinite, so there should be no doubt. 1 John chapter 5, verse 14 I like how Jesus in the parable of the unjust judge reveals the Father's passion for us in Luke chapter 18, verse 6. And then the Lord said, Listen to what the unjust judge says. And will not God bring about justice for his chosen ones who cry out to him day and night? Will he keep putting them off? I tell you, he will see that they get justice and quickly. However, when the Son of Man comes, will he find faith on the earth? It has been said that when we pray for something, we should just keep on asking God until the answer comes. If we hang in there long enough, and ask God over and over again for the same thing, we will somehow wear him down and he will give in an answer. They will cite that parable, the unjust judge, as a premise for that notion, but they are really misinterpreting it. First of all, it is important to understand that Jesus was making a comparison between an unrighteous judge 
which people were accustomed to in the world, and their heavenly Father, Jesus was making a powerful contrast between the two. The unjust judge had no fear of God, so he was not accountable to nor respected God's word. He could care less about people, was indifferent, aloof, was only in it for himself. He did not care about the widow, refused her, and deprived her of justice for some time, only out of self-interest, only caves in and grants the widow's request out of exasperation. The world has been deceived by Satan into thinking that God is like the unjust judge, austere, aloof, and uncaring about people's problems. Nothing could be further from the truth, as we see Jesus setting the record straight. Finally, in Genesis chapter 22, verse 13, we see that the Lord will provide. God revealed himself to Abraham as Jehovah Jireh. The Hebrew root meaning of this redemptive name means Jehovah will see to it. In other words, he sees the needs that we have ahead of time and sees to it that they are met when the actual need arises. Isn't that awesome? God bless. I highly encourage you to continue listening to the Word of Life Study Series podcast and encourage your friends to tune in as well. The scriptures encourage us in Acts chapter 17 verse 11 to receive the message with great eagerness and to examine the scriptures every day in order to confirm the truth that you're hearing. God's word is our final authority for all matters that pertain to life and godliness. I'd like to close this episode by praying over you according to Ephesians chapter 1 verse 17. I keep asking that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the glorious Father, may give you the spirit of wisdom and revelation so that you may know him better. I pray also that the eyes of your heart may be enlightened in order that you may know the hope to which he has called you, the riches of his glorious inheritance in the saints, and his incomparable great power for us who believe. That power is like the working of his mighty strength which he exerted in Christ when God raised him from the dead and seated him at his own right hand in the heavenly realms. Far above all rule, authority, power, and dominion, and every title that can be given, not only in this present age, but also in the one to come. And in chapter 2, verse 6, And God raised us up with Christ and seated us with him in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. Be blessed and see you soon.